Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about the trailer for The Runaways that just dropped. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is returning this fall slash winter. We know the day. We're going to talk about that. And promos galore have come out of NYCC this weekend. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, Jeff Randall. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing all right, sir. It's been a couple of weeks since we talked. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, you know, I'm, I've got a new microphone. I know it sounds better. Sweet. I know it sounds better because I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this new microphone I actually used in our third episode of, uh, or well, our third recording session, I guess it's going to be our third episode of Kitty and Dee that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And um, actually, we got our first episode up yesterday. Like it Sweet, has hit man. the web. Oh finally. wow! I didn't know that. I didn't see you. Didn't see you post about that. That's awesome. Good job, I man. I put it like everywhere. I just haven't been online. To, I was uh, I was out of the town all weekend doing a show. I had two bands playing. You know, we live in Alabama, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, we have. I had two shows. One in Florida, where there was a hurricane about to hit the coast. <laughs> and and uh, and another band, my other band, playing in Mississippi, and so I had to send out two bands, and it was just like a super hectic day of like running two shows from in three, like handling over three states, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of logistics, lots of things going on, lots of every little piece of gear and every microphone cable had to be managed and make sure everything was in the right place, and um, yeah. Next time we do it, it'll be easier because this time was kind of like the first time we sent both bands out to travel to different states, and it just had to like get a hold of a second trailer, and you know, just it was it was a lot. <laughs> it was a little whole, things was, that you didn't expect. Yeah, next time I'll kind of have a better have the system in place, as it were. <laughs> um, just working yeah. out the kinks, working out. That's the kinks. that's what I did all weekend. Um, you know what else I did this weekend? What'd you do this weekend? On the road, I took my studio headphones. Oh man, how did they sound on the road? They were great, man. Uh, I know this is probably uh, dumb, but it always impresses me when Bluetooth speakers or headphones, when you're traveling at high speeds, that they stay connected. Does that make sense? It's like the I've never had a problem with that. No, it, it, there's not a problem. It's just it. It. I feel like there should be, but there's not. <laughs> that, is, that, is that weird? It's like uh, I feel like the signals. Maybe? It's interesting that the signals. The, the the travel traveling is all relative, and as long as they're in the same car, they all work great. Um, <laughs> we used to drive. We used to travel uh, kind of in caravans with the band, and we used to use those uh, FM transmitters. Yeah, and one one person would be using an FM transmitter on their phone, but two cars could receive the signal. Oh yeah, because it's like a little bubble. Yeah, you just see like driving down the road in your little bubble. Everyone's like listening to music that you know. <laughs> the song that we have to do at the wedding or whatever. It's kind of fun. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> studio headphones. Fit. Studio headphones were awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I've been they, taking mine everywhere with the uh, the little leather pouch that mine came in. It fits like really easily into my pocket. Yeah. So we just wanted to mention them again because they were great and they were very kind to us to, uh, to send us some headphones and let's try them out. So thank you, Studio Headphones. Go to studiosweden.com. To uh, to get your own pair and use the code Marvel fifteen to get uh, get that to happen fifteen percent off fifteen percent off yo it's pretty <laughs> rad 
fifteen percent off. Fifteen uh, percent off of of like hundred dollar headphones is a pretty solid discount. Yeah, man. Um, Especially yeah. when it's not like a limited time only. No, it's forever. So Marvel fifteen. That's the that's the code you put in, and you get you get off, and you also let them know that Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast sent you, and that way they can. Uh, they can know to advertise with other things on the cast later, which helps us out a lot. Yeah. Or at least gets us free headphones, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I'll take that too. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> we, we're, we're, yeah, it's great. Thank you very much, Studio, uh, <laughs> Studio Sweden. You guys have been awesome. Another big development in, uh, in the life of me, other than the podcast, is uh, I got word Wednesday that my company is closing the Birmingham office. I saw that on Facebook. Yep, and uh, I got the offer to relocate to the Tampa office or to switch to working remotely. And they're they're like their reasoning for uh, closing the offices and moving everybody is so that they can remove the silos and get everybody collaborating and working together under the same roof, and uh, you know promote promote communication and teamwork. Right. I'm like, so if that's the case, then these remote people, these people that you know switch to remote work, they're they're next. So I don't want to be one of those people. So looks like I'm moving to Tampa. Really? Yep. At the end of the school year. Wow. Yep. Crazy, man. It's crazy. It is. This is it the is. first time I knew you were thinking about it, but this is the first I've heard that it's official. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, well, congratulations uh, on, on the job. Hopefully it's a cool. I guess. <laughs> hopefully it's a cool opportunity to see a new place. I'm sad, though, that you will not be around. Yeah, we'll have to do every episode Skyped. Yeah, that is a bummer, man. I'm uh, sorry. Because it's always fun to have you in the room. Uh, yeah. But that won't slow us down, right? Right. Keep We're cast- traveling at the speed of technology. That's right. We don't need We don't need no... You got yourself a new microphone. It's going to sound better than ever. It's going to be great. Yep. Actually, uh, did you see the pictures that I posted? I made uh, four three-foot by four-foot panels and stuck... Uh, like sprayed glue and then stuck um, acoustic foam on them, like the little um, one foot, like one square foot tiles that cool. have the wedges cut into them. Yeah, that's I've awesome. Glued those to those panels, and I've got two of those around me right now <laughs> at my desk. Awesome. So nothing is going to reflect from behind me, and it's going to be it's, it's great. Getting, it's your great little, time. getting yourself a little studio going. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. Little mo- little mobile studio, you know how it is. That's awesome, man. <laughs> anyway, so we should talk about news for the cast, right? Yeah, man. Let's get into some news. So I think the biggest news is that the trailer, the first trailer, first official trailer for the Runaways on Hulu has dropped on on the internet, and we can we can view it in all of its one minute and thirty one second glory. Yeah, it's great and too. It is great. What it- I really like about it is the. The, like the seriousness of the of the showing of of stuff like visually the seriousness visually mixed with the like gentleness of the music and i feel like that's a a great i feel like that's a great um you know uh juxtaposition of contrasting elements which is kind of what being a teenager is all about yeah yeah that's cool i like the i i, I dig a lot the um fact that it's very much directly out of um out of the comic book oh yeah it is straight out of the comic books yeah. like every promo picture i've seen of like the kids 
has looked I'm like, oh, they took those like they found those clothes that were drawn onto those people. They found those and then dressed them in these kids and kind of it's a, basically a show uh, starring cosplayers is what it looks like. Yeah, it really they they, they, did, they did a good job of making it look. And you know, we haven't seen much from the acting yet. I think they did, they did for a first trailer. This is great. We haven't seen a whole lot yet. It was a lot of just like imagery, and it just looks like the first the first issue of the comic, which I'm super excited that they seem to be staying so true to it. And if they stay true to the whole first like run of the comic, and that's the first season, um, I think we're all in for for a good time. And some cool surprises for those of you who haven't read it yet. Um, really, really great stuff. I, lo- I love that first run of Runaways. So. The first run of Run, 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 Runaways. I mean, it's obviously there's going to be some artistic license, so there will be like some you know inspired by whatever, but it's not like, uh, f- for comparison, it's not like the Inhumans. Um, yeah. And, and, you know... Well, we, we will, we're going to have an Inhumans episode tomorrow, and we will talk a lot about Inhumans episode three. Um, so far, we've got. I was looking at our feedback for this week. We got a good bit of feedback about episodes one and two. Uh, no, f- no feedback for episode three yet. So. None at all. <laughs> Everyone's. It, it's uh, like we've given them the weekend. Like you've had time to watch it, guys. Yeah. So, uh, let us know if you're feeling Inhumans. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you're not, just let us know something. I know or, that... Um, a communications blackout. <laughs> Omer Albalia uh, had messaged me like directly on Facebook, and he was just like, I'm actually kind of digging in humans. And I was like, cool, talk about that. Like, it's okay to like it. Yeah. Let I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people have, have given the whole, like, it's not near as bad as I thought it'd be. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think one thing about having such a bad marketing campaign leading up to it... It can't get worse. Yeah, a lot of people are just like, well, I was expecting it to be just utter shit, and it's only, you know, kind of shitty. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I, things are looking I will up. Say, I, w- <laughs> I will say it reminds me of the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. It does, not, it's kinda it like- does not remind me of that yet. Well, it, it reminds me of the, the negative things about the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I'll say that. And I have a lot to say, but I know, I know I'm going to, you know, use up yeah, all okay. of my words. Let's, 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 let's get so on. So speaking of Agents news. of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah, good, good segue. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, so right after the Inhumans uh, ends this, their first season, their first run or whatever, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be coming back. And as of... announced in New York Comic Con, they are going to be coming back December 1st, and it's going to be a two-hour premiere episode. Wow. Have they done that before? Um, I think so. I think that... uh, I don't remember ever a two-hour premiere. I I think the first episode was a two-hour premiere. Oh, maybe. Maybe the first episode, but I just mean, like, in the last few seasons. Maybe Ghost Ghost Rider, maybe, but I I don't think so. Uh, No, no, that one was a one-hour. Most of them have been one-hour. Yeah, um, so that's cool. And I, well, you know we're excited about what's going on on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you oh, haven't yeah. watched it, spoiler alert, but uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert, they're in space. They're in space! And that is really cool. Uh, at this point, Yo-Yo has been promoted to a series regular, so... Yeah, I saw uh, that. That's really cool. Natalia Cordova-Buckley will be uh, all the time around instead of just occasionally around. That's awesome. But it never made with- much sense that she just kind of like... 
she's in, in shield and the shield pops in whatever. But I guess if they're going to space, it's not like she can like hop off the ship whenever she wants. Or is it? She can't just go anywhere. Or is it? We don't know how their ships work. We don't know if they have like teleportation. We don't know anything. Pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Well, they might. Uh, they might have some sort of teleportation because. Apparently, in season five, they are going to be facing the Kree. They'll have to deal with the Kree. Nice. And you remember that there was um, that monolith in season two that threw Gemma to the other side of space, Ma'an to Ma'adeth? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, they have lots of those. Okay, so they're like a teleportation method of some sort. That's cool. Um, yeah. So that's cool. That, that, that'll be cool to see that back. I, 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 I love that they've built a continuity now. Uh, over so many seasons that we have lots of weird alien technologies that now that they're in space, we get to kind of see where all that goes. Yeah. So we much just of, play with it. It's not a scary thing anymore. Yeah. So much of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been uh, space uh, based, like based on things that came from space. Um, and so it's cool. It's cool for them to finally just be there. Now we're taking the fight to them. So <laughs> um, with them, uh, with them coming back on December 1st, uh, if they if that episode one is two hours and it's still just episode one, it's not like the first of twenty two hours, or sorry, the first two of twenty two hours. Uh, if it's the literally the first episode, then episode twenty two, which will be the final one, because they they said that they're going start to finish, no breaks. Um, that one will end or air rather. The series will end two weeks before. Uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, or I'm sorry, Infinity War comes yeah. out. Yeah, I, I don't, I still think they're taking Christmas off because no one does Christmas. They said no breaks. Yeah, I don't believe them. <laughs> that sounds like bullshit. I have a feeling that that was like somebody saying no, no breaks, like no, you know, then maybe they're not going to have any like four week breaks like they often do, but like no one does anything the week of Christmas and the week of Thanksgiving is real iffy too. So we'll, well they're not coming see. back until after Thanksgiving. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. Still. Yep. Christmas, I have a feeling. And if it's 22 episodes, I bet they're counting two of these as one episode. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. If uh, if this is uh, first two, then it'll be three weeks back. But, and, and I just have a feeling they're going to end it right around the same time they always end it, which is like generally a couple episodes after the movie. So we'll see. We'll see. We just really want them to cross over into the movie. Yeah, for sure. Real oh, especially then, if they're in space. Why would the why would you not want to see how the Infinity War affects the Agents of Shield if they're out in space? Um, did we talk about last week, or or, or is it or has it come out since then uh, that I don't, I don't think we did. Disney did not allow ABC to cancel Agents of Shield. Did you hear about this? Oh yeah, I did. Um, we didn't talk about that last week. So apparently, before uh, Agent before season four. Uh, ABC wanted to cancel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, for whatever reason. The numbers weren't good enough for them to feel like justifying the budget or whatever. And Disney, their parent company, told them they couldn't. So yep. that interests me in the sense that um, they, I think they are thinking of even, like maybe that even if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not a profitable show enough for ABC. I think it is a profitable show, but not enough for ABC. Um, that Disney thinks of it as a loss leader in that, uh, even if it's not making a profit, it's advertising a lot of other things. It's their like flagship tie in show, you know? Yeah. 
Um, so, so I think that was interesting that Disney, it makes me think maybe they have plans for it, uh, for this coming, the coming storm. God, I hope so. The coming Thanos storm. Bum, bum, bum. Well, I mean, if you look at it, like, uh, not just from a number standpoint, from like a quality of content standpoint, season four was the best season they've ever had. It was incredible. Every story got progressively better. And yeah. was better than the than the third season. Third season was better than the second season, etc. Like it's just gotten better. So why would they not want to continue that? Well, you know, whether a show gets better and better, it doesn't. It, it doesn't save it from having the ratings that it has. You know, like quality doesn't always uh, bring forth profit, and so. The fact that Disney sees the value in it, even if ABC doesn't, is kind of a good sign. It's 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 them yeah. it's it's them giving us the giving us what we want, and that's great. <laughs> they just they listen to the cast, and they're like, you know what, these guys will be completely just beside themselves, distraught if we let the show go. I mean, so we can't do it. You say that as a joke, and it's true. That's a good joke, but uh, truth is, like. Um, it's guys like us, and not just us, but there's lots of people that do this kind of media online. And uh, the because, because they have a weekly show out, it gives us a reason to have a cast. And so we're constantly on here getting hyped and talking about their movies and talking about... Whereas if they didn't have any content, we'd be on here once every month, maybe, being like, hey, here's a few news, <laughs> news tidbits... Here's some um, things that happen. But because we have something to actually talk about, new content constantly coming out, it keeps the it keeps the nerds engaged, you know? <laughs> um and and I think that Disney sees that and I think that's part of what, what I mean by like it being a loss leader. And because we're watching a thing every week that's leading us towards Infinity War where we're like in the same universe, they're in space, like moving toward this thing, uh it gives us a lot more to talk about. That carrot. Uh, yeah, it's dangling the carrot for the hardcore fans. Um, that we, I'm sorry, three movie, three movies a year is a lot of movies, but it's still not fulfilling my canon brain that needs like constant uh, infusions <laughs> of new canon. You know. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, well, maybe with uh, with the inclusion of uh, the Runaways coming up and. Uh, Cloak and Dagger coming out next year, and uh, God, the the new Warriors coming out, just like all of that together, maybe that will be enough for your canon uh, brain. continuity brain, your canon brain. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, the, the The good thing about Agents of Shield is it's always been a show that sort of closely ties itself to the Avengers and to the movies. So uh, I like that fact, man. How how great would it be if just like uh star lord shows up on an episode this season you know like <laughs> how great would that well, be there's supposed to be a uh, a possibility of a like a guardians tie-in or a, a guardians reference more than anything um one of the one of the characters that aired or that one of the characters that showed up in the footage that they showed at NYCC for Agents of Shield uh, was a guy that had a helmet that looks like Star Lord's. I don't know if it's Star Lord from the comics that they're talking about, or if it's Star Lord like from space or like from the movies. Um, but this character 
uh, is reminiscent with his red coat and everything is reminiscent of a character from the comics called Jack Flag, who was at one point an agent of Shield and also at one point a Guardian of the Galaxy. Cool, and and with a Ravager's coat, maybe, maybe, maybe has some sort of Ravager connection. That's cool. We're hoping so. I would love yeah. that because that's the thing. Like we we saw in Guardians too that the Ravagers have a lot. There's a lot more to them than just Yondo's Yondu's crew. Yeah. Um, in the in the in the first movie, I got the sense that they were like like Yondu was the leader of the Ravagers or something. Um, that's the sense I got. I, I didn't really know, uh, but in that in the in the second movie, you really get a sense that the Ravagers are a big, like kind of pirate organization or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like pirate industries. Yeah. Oh man. Um, speaking of Yondu, there's been some uh, promo material put up for Infinity War, and this was in Russia, and it's it's not to say that like it's just for Infinity War. It might be just showing the scope of the MCU, but in this stuff, the Ancient One and Yondu were on the same promo material that Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet on was in. Wow. Along with like Black Panther and Shuri and Thor and all of the other guardians oh, and man. you know I'm just et cetera so and so forth. Like <laughs> right? The the time gem makes all this possible. Like even if you know you also have the, the other... reality gem can make it possible. Sure. Absolutely, the reality gem, but I have a feeling like we might get into some time travel stuff. Like if they really dig into each gem as its own thing. Have we even seen the time the time gem's the one that's missing, right? No, the time gem is where uh, it's in the eye of. Agamotto. Oh, that's right, the eye of Agamotto. Okay, I wonder. The soul gem is the one that's missing. That's right, and the soul gem also makes it possible, like bringing back the souls of the dead. Uh, there, there's just a lot that could they could do, and I, I wonder how much they're going to get into like each individual gem doing individual things, and how much it'll just be like. I really hope they do because I just hate when they're like. He has all the powers of everything, and they just turn it into a punching fest. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that's not like, cool. We have to disrupt this one particular power that he has so that we can disrupt the rest of them, and then you're going you're gonna to fight against this particular power, and then you're going to fight against this particular power in your own way. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see a coordinated use of everyone's individual unique talents. Yeah, same here. Same here. I just, I think that genre fiction is best when there are rules, and it's not just a slugfest. Like, yeah, uh, you just need there to be like solid rules as to what that gauntlet can do, um, or at least <laughs> at least sort of an idea of what it can do. And that's part of the problem with like Vision and Scarlet Witch right now. They're very powerful. Uh, but we we barely seen them do anything. Um, we don't know all their rules. Yeah, we don't have rules for them yet, and I think that's because they haven't decided in those first two movies if they want to make them as powerful as the comics, or if they want to nerf them a little bit to make them more realistic, uh, or at least the the battles more realistic. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll see them get let loose a little bit against Thanos. Yeah, and then yeah. and then immediately murdered because <laughs> oh no because you can't keep those powerful characters around. It's the same reason you can't have Superman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hurtful. Uh, God. So uh, there were a couple more things that came out of uh, New York Comic Con. There was the full first episode of the Runaways that got aired. Oh wow! Uh, unfortunately, we weren't there for it. Which just like pisses me off. Like, <laughs> Let's go. When does Let's that, go that starts in November these. as well? 
The Runaways? Yeah, it's November 21st is when it comes out. Wow. So much in November. It's when it starts. I know. I know. And then, um, according to the people that were on stage, you know, in the Q&A and everything, episode one aired, they, like, everybody watched that, that was from the kids' perspective, but episode two is going to be the same time frame as episode one, but it's going to be from the parents' perspective. Very interesting. I don't want to get right? too much into that because we've avoided those spoilers on the cast. Uh the Runaways trailer gets into a little bit of it, but it does it doesn't really say much. So, um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, I I I can't wait to see Runaways. Yeah, yeah, it's a really exciting time. Like we're getting another show, and it's it feels like it's completely separate from like things like Agents of Shield and and Inhumans. Like it, it's just completely a, a different entity entirely, but it's still in that same universe for sure, for sure. And it's. I love it. I love that it's just not like a... I don't like that we have to follow every thread to get to this next other point. Just like, we can just jump over there to the other point on the web, and we know that it's connected. Yeah. But um, the last thing that I got about NYCC is kind of a sad thing. Um, In the wake of the Las Vegas shooting, Mm. the Punisher stuff, like the, the whole... Everything that the Punisher that Marvel and Netflix were showing for the Punisher got pulled from NYCC. That that makes some sense. They also, um, Marvel and Netflix also pulled the Punisher from uh, a Paris outing. I forget what type of show it's supposed to be, but uh, they were going to have a thing in Paris that they're also not going to do. And reportedly um, they're pushing back the, uh, the release date, their intended release date. Oh, wow. But, you know, we didn't know when it was anyway, so whatever. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to make them a little shy to make the Punisher series what they were going to make it. Like, the fact they're pushing it back makes me fear that they're going to uh, change things in it. I think it's more just they're trying to give people time to heal. Well, sure. Um, I think that's true, but it also makes me think, like, maybe they're having thoughts of, like, maybe we shouldn't put out a show that glorifies guns this way. <laughs> um, you know, he's just taking down the bad people. That's all, right? Yeah, but that's kind of the whole the whole thing about uh, gun violence in media is very glorified, and then you get a crackpot who thinks that he sees he sees villains in his own life in whatever way, and then he uses that like uh that glorification that he's seen and he sets up his own like Punisher style attack. And that's, and then, you know, that's, that's a fair thing for them to worry about, but it also makes me, it does make me like, but it's the comics. Just make it like the comics. (laughs) Don't, don't nerf (laughs) Punisher. Yeah. I understand if they would understand it's a, it would be a brave move on their part to do that. But also I think it would piss a lot of people off. They're kind of yeah. stuck in a rock and hard place with the Punisher. He's kind of that's who his character is. They could try to make him seem more broken, which I think they've done. I think they've done that a lot already with the with the, his Daredevil appearances. Um, showed that what he's doing is not uh, not a healthy reaction to the, his problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's the that's the constant question and argument with him is you know what's how much is too much, and that's kind of a thing that we as people have to decide you know yeah for ourselves anyway um out of like done with all the news 
other stuff came out of NYCC. Most of it's just posters and pictures and set photos and, and promo stuff galore that is going to be put into the photo stream for this episode. So keep an eye out for that, everybody. Yeah, and um, there's also a uh, Spider-Man Homecoming opened in China since we've last cast, and uh, it's up to like oh, yeah. 877 uh, mil- million. Yeah, it's it's at 877,580 uh, worldwide. Yeah, Nathaniel point. Muzzy posted to remind us of that. And yeah, uh, thank you, Nathaniel. Um, Thanks, Nathaniel. So, so that's awesome. That's now the highest grossing comic book movie of the year. Is that right? Yeah, it is the highest grossing superhero movie of the year. Cool. Get it, get it, Spider Man. That is not that is not surprising. Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> that is not surprising to me at all that it is the highest. I honestly thought it was going to do better than it did. I really did. I thought uh, I thought it was going to break a billion, and it got close, but it's not there. It it landed right about where I expected it to. It's a little bit shy of what I expected it to do because I was saying somewhere between nine and nine fifty, um, but eight seventy seven is. I mean, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> it's no fine. man. You shouldn't. It'll don't, do. Don't take this lying down. <laughs> um, all right, man. Uh, well, guys, we're we're uh, we're going to talk about some feedback. But before we do, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, if you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU, or... Uh, check out our Patreon if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash mcucast. We are definitely going to get to some uh, some commissioned episodes in these next coming two weeks. We've got about three people left that haven't gotten their first commissioned episode. So if you are one of those three, we will be contacting you this week to get some commissions. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to fill those up this, this, the rest of this month while we're doing Inhumans. I have a feeling our Inhumans episodes are going to be a little shorter than normal, so... <laughs> um, I don't think we we're don't, nearly. We don't want to rant about it for too long. I'm not nearly as feeling. I'm not really feeling the rants as much. Uh, also, if you uh, if if you can, I am in the middle of a Kickstarter for my new album. It's a uh, Matthew Carroll uh, puts out his first album. You can search for Matthew Carroll on uh, Kickstarter, or you can just go to mcucast.com and on the little side panel, uh, click on Support Matt's Kickstarter. That would be awesome. Uh, and if you're on a phone, I think you have to like scroll all the way down to the very bottom or something. But uh, I got like nine days left. So um, if you were thinking about it, please do. Because I'm actually really far from my goal. Um, so <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple little uh, things planned to try to boost it a little bit. Um, but we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping I can make it because I don't think I can necessarily do this all myself. So... Uh, if you if you if you want to hear the music, you just have to believe in yourself, Matt. If you want to hear the music, just go uh, pre-buy the album basically through Kickstarter. It's like it's like ten or fifteen dollars. You can get the the digital download or the signed physical copy for fifteen bucks. So yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, please do that. Please help, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. And then go and listen to Giddy and D episode one's out. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's, feedback. It's, it's, it's Kitty. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. But I say it in a way that it sounds like kid D and D. I'm just saying for, for purposes of them finding it, it's like kitty. Oh yeah. The word kitty and D. Yeah, K I D D I E. Kitty and D. Andy. It's definitely a a good name but hard to hear. 
So Sorry. I just got to be clear. No, no, no. I just, I went for cleverness make, more than like ease of finding it. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure people know, know how to find you. Um, yeah. Yeah, guys. <laughs> All right. So moving on feedback time. All right. So Matthew Ryan Cronin said to us on Facebook, anyone watch the gifted premiere and thoughts? Mark this as a spoiler filled thread. Hopefully if you've seen it, if not read at your own risk. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet? No. Have you seen it? I did. I did. I've, I've, this is one of those things where I was just like, it just came out. Like, if I want to be caught up and stay caught up, I need to watch it now. Plus, the uh, the fiance at this point, uh, she wanted to watch it. So I was just like, you know what? Let's do that. It just came out. Let's go ahead and, you know, throw down on that episode. I have so many shows that are that are like capturing my attention right now and i have not even um had the chance to sit down and watch it but i will i will i'm sure that I, well i see i say that but i was sure that i would see all of uh, legion too and i never caught up on legion it's like yeah even though i think legion is superior in many ways to other shows that we do cast about it's like it's not in my universe man i gotta stay in my lane right now i don't have time to watch it all <laughs> Um, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it looked good. And Legion was it's, great. And so I, I think Fox yeah. is doing a good job with their TV right now. Um, but I just haven't had time. I, I got like through like 50% of Legion. I need to finish it. And I need to... Um, <laughs> Legion's so dense that I watched 50% of it. And then I kept feeling like I needed to go back and rewatch episodes because there's so much in them. Yeah. Um, yeah, great show, though. Uh, I think this next one's actually great. pretty much the same question. Uh, Sierra Angel Wilson... Oh yeah, Sierra says, I know it is not MCU, but have you guys watched The Gifted? If not, do you plan to? I was pleasantly surprised about the pilot and definitely intrigued. Also just wanted to throw out there that I found the cast this summer, and I love it. You guys are awesome. Hey, thanks. No, Sierra, you're awesome. <laughs> thanks, Sierra. I mean, we're awesome too, but it's mostly you. I can't, I can't claim I'm awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just gotta have confidence, man. No, you gotta man. have the confidence. can't do it. Um, <laughs> No, thank you, Sierra. And I, yeah, based on everybody keeps posting how good it is, I'm going to I'm gonna have to check out The Gifted. Yeah, you are. Uh, Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, so Feige and Perlmutter don't get along. Is there any chance of Feige getting together with Jeff Loeb to do a movie slash TV crossover? Thoughts? What is Jeff Loeb working on now? Uh, Jeff Loeb is the head of, like, Marvel Television. So he's the, you know, the guy that's in charge of the Runaways and the Netflix stuff and... Uh, Agents of Shield and Inhumans. Okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Then what's Perlmutter in charge? Perlmutter, of? Ike Perlmutter is the Marvel Comics like CEO. Basically, I think Jeff Loeb still reports to him. Right. Okay. Sorry. I just I get them all. I get them all a little mixed up. I think you know. I hope so. I guess is the answer. I hope that Jeff Loeb can work around Perlmutter, but I I do think that Jeff Loeb still. I know that all the all the TV is still under Perlmutter's purview, and so I guess we'll see if 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 Jeff it doesn't burn well. Yeah, if Jeff Loeb can work get around Perlmutter, I guess it'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, hopefully they hear us talking. I mean, not just us, but the whole internet and saying how much we want those crossovers. Yeah, and so I mean, yeah. we complained about wanting continuity or interconnectivity rather before. Well, we were promised, it, great. you know. We were, yeah, um, it's like D- DC doesn't have it, and a lot. And some people say that's better. Some people say, hey, it's better just to like have these things as separate universes. Uh, but I don't think so. I, I like. I don't like it. I like my universes combined. Like I want, I want Grant Gustin in in the Justice League movie. 
Like that's that's my Barry Allen. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, they could at least do a you know some sort of Elseworlds like multi universe sort of crossover thing. Which I mean, that's that's the way you get around all this with DC is like it's it's not the same universe because of the multiverse. Um, yeah. Which the cool thing is Marvel and, doesn't have to do that. It's all in the same universe. <laughs> I love it. Well, at least with DC, like, that's fine. It's part of the multiverse. That's cool and all. That means that Barry, in the show, hops dimensions all the time. He hops universes all the time. Yeah. He can show up in the freaking movie. Like, you have built the the avenue to bring him in with. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see how this new guy does. Um, forget his name. The it doesn't matter. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I I think he looks great, <laughs> and from everything I've heard, he like steals the show. In uh, in 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 Justice I, League. I I did not like the trailer that uh, that most recently came out. Like it's it's fine. You know, it's a flashy trailer. It's just I mm-mm. I I, I, just, I believe I in know. Joss Whedon. That's my that's my stance right now. Like well, he didn't remake the entire movie. He kind of did though. <laughs> they did like there were 60 a, days of reshoots or something crazy there's a bunch of reshoots uh they, they he like he was already credited as a writer and still only technically credited as a writer but he did he directed reshoots on like 60 days of shooting supposedly which is just like so much reshoots this isn't like the normal marvel like we do a week or two of reshoots in every movie this is like two months of reshoots like a lot of times movies only take two to four months to make uh <laughs> so like i have a feeling yeah. they're going to keep a ton of obviously going to keep a ton of the battle sequences that they've already been doing a lot of the work on which i mean Zack snyder does amazing with that stuff um but i think that uh they're probably reshooting a lot of the character moments and so i think that uh we're going to get a very different um a very different group of characters. So, yeah. And, you know, we, we've talked in the past about how some people think that, uh, the Captain America that Joss Whedon displayed in the Avengers wasn't the same as the Captain America in the other films. Remember that conversation we had a while back? Yeah. Yeah. Some- he seemed like a, a different person almost. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how that works with like, Batman and Superman. <laughs> if Joss Whedon tried to like even pay attention to those other movies, or if he was like, uh, let's kind of give these characters a little bit of a different take, you know. Um, I'm interested. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see because it's just one a guy I trust pretty, pretty uh, just all just all all. Tr- I give a lot of trust to Joss Whedon. He's done so many good things. All right. So uh, Carol Thorne said to us. This will be rambly. You've been warned. I've just recently discovered the podcast, like I'm just finishing 2014, and I love it. I don't have anybody to geek out with around, so you guys are letting me do that. Give me a huge amount of giggles, and stop me from murdering my my workmates with the power of my mind. I'm guessing it's going to take me the better part of five months to catch up, and I'm looking forward to every second. Thank you, Carrie. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Carrie. Uh, thanks for listening to the cast. I'm I'm glad that we can stop murder. And when you eventually catch up with this in like a few months, uh, I hope you hear this. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. Hey, Carrie. Thanks for catching up. Um, good job not murdering. Yeah, don't murder people with your mind. Although that's probably uh, a, the perfect crime. 
I really hope that she was trying to reference Accepted right there. Like, I want to learn to blow things up with the power of my mind. I don't know. I, I feel like... It's such an open phrase. Yeah, there's just tons of... I mean, there's tons of... There's tons of genre stuff where particularly ladies murder people with their mind. And I've noticed that like a lot of my fr- a lot of my lady friends who are geeky uh, like me talk about uh, they, they all want to be River Tam. Uh, they all want to murder people with their minds. <laughs> no power in the verse can stop me. Mm, that's right. It's true. Uh, Wobbly Boots 85. I'm never going to say Nathan, no matter what it says. It's at Wobbly Boots 85. He said, <laughs> Adam's you cast, what if Pepper Potts is a Skrull? Her and Tony broke up, and now she's back to turn Tony against his friends. Hashtag Queen Varanke. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Everybody's a Skrull, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, every week we have a new Skrull theory, but that one is particularly good. Like, we didn't really get a good reason she's back. You know, like, he didn't yeah. He didn't change. And she's such a strong character, I don't really think she just like gave in and said, oh, fine, the thing I hate you're doing, just keep doing it. <laughs> it's okay. I see that you're not going to change. <laughs> I'll go ahead and accept you. Like, no. No, that no. doesn't seem like her character. But, you know, we'll see. So, yeah, scroll pots. I got it. I'm, I dig it. <laughs> scroll pots. Uh, that sounds like some... Never mind. Uh, the, the, the Fej 17 says to us on Twitter, Adam's you guess regarding hashtag defenders and the dragon tunnel talking to a friend. And she told me that what made the finger, yeah, the fingers of the hand immortal was dust from the dragon bones, which is why they were digging them up. Did you guys know that? Didn't, I don't remember you saying it. I had no clue. Uh, we've definitely mentioned it. Uh, they, they definitely talk about, uh, because they start, they start packaging it up. Um, and saying that they're getting more of the substance they keep calling it, but and yeah. they're just they're just removing dragon bones, and so uh, yes, I think that is what we're supposed to believe. Yeah, we saw them packing like cross sections of it into containers and stuff. Yeah, and like apparently they're just going to powder that, and that's the substance. Maybe I guess <laughs> there might be more to it than that. Like they mix it with like sawdust and and saltpeter or something. Right. It's such like, a uh, let's snort some dynamite. It's such a mystery. Uh, the whole thing about the dragon and the immortality and what happened when he opened that gate. Like it, it's all just like they, they did not do a good job of telling us what happened. <laughs> yeah. There's not any clarity to it. No. And I'll go back and rewatch it sometime and try to figure it out. But I don't, I don't, I really just don't think they'd have told us much. I think they just like, yeah. hey, there's dragons here now. <laughs> and, and, well, hopefully, hopefully he'll say something about it when he shows up in Luke Cage season two because there are set photos of him showing up in Luke Cage season two. Yeah. Uh, well, I just, I want heroes for hire. Yeah, I know I you do. I know you do. Uh, I think that's all our feedback, man. All right. Uh, one more time, we want to shout out Studio Sweden headphones. Thank you, Studio Sweden. StudioSweden.com. Go there, put in a Marvel 15 for your uh, for your 15% off of a set of headphones. They're really good headphones. I like them a lot, and we were very appreciative of them uh, supporting us a little bit. Uh, so StudioSweden.com, Marvel 15, check it out. And that will be all for us tonight, my friends. 
We'll be back with you very uh, tomorrow with uh, some Inhumans talk. Episode 3 of Inhumans aired, and we've got some Inhumans feedback. So uh, we're going to talk about Inhumans tomorrow. Uh, all right, guys. Talk to you soon. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.